That is a really easy question to answer. Who do you love? You love the Red Hot Real Estate Show. That's what you love. I'm here. I'm Miss Shannon. With me, as always, our host and Red Hot Realtor of all things here in the Twin Cities, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hey, Mimi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I know. Yes. I'm like, you won. I feel like you you updated your highlights, right? Did you? Do- oh, <laughs> it looks <yeah>. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's because they discontinued my color. Oh. <laughs> Like I had to do something new. <laughs> yeah, so, you But know. you know what? That is actually a really good way to go into our conversations today is that sometimes, especially as we move into a new year, you need to be able to step out and do something new. So anybody that's been sitting there in analysis paralysis about whether they should go from renting to buying a home, this is a good time to kind of like stop letting fear make your decisions for you. Sometimes you just got to roll with stuff, right? Right, exactly. I think we're both sporting We are. My color. hair is a different color as well. <laughs> and mine is this the same reason. Like the color that I normally get was not available. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to freshen it up and do a little bright. And it's nice. Exactly. Yeah, Thank you. It fun. worked out. Yeah. All right. Stop being scared. Take the plunge. There you go. Mm-hmm. So um, welcome back to all of our listeners. And we missed you over the holidays. We love you. Mm-hmm. And we're excited to take all of your questions. And so we've got all kinds of fresh stuff to talk about today. Right. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about January being National Radon Awareness Month. Right. And so radon, actually, just to kind of give you a little nugget, is a big killer for it's a big proponent to lung cancer right so it's not anything to take lightly and i think that a lot of people didn't maybe know that and we're also going to talk a a little bit about how the markets are looking and what people are talking about whether a recession is coming um how you can prepare for that mentally if you're thinking about buying and selling in the new decade 2020 right and we're going to also finish up talking about how we ended the year in the minneapolis area association of realtors and if that wasn't enough (laughs) we're going to also talk about everybody's thinking about what am i going to if you're thinking about real estate and you own real estate yes you are thinking about how do i get my house ready and that is probably one of the the most daunting things that i talk with folks about right is i would like to but i i don't really want to right you know this is sometimes you look around and you're like the list of what i think i need to do is so long you don't even know where to start well you don't know where to start and that's Mm -hmm. where most people get into like you said the Mm -hmm. analysis paralysis right they're like well do i start in the kitchen because I've got my grandmother's dishes, my dishes. I've got the stuff I've collected at the Twins games. Right. I've got all kind of spoons <laughs> and coloring books mm-hmm. on my walls. Yes. And that is for real. Mm-hmm. And people think, well, I can't call and talk to anybody because they'll think I'm crazy. Yes. No, we don't think you're crazy. We just know that this is how people live. Exactly. Life happens. Absolutely. So I want to start by talking about um, some of the links that we've got posted on our show page. And as you mentioned earlier, if people want to be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, it's very easy to get a hold of us. The number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Yeah, and we've got a brand new video, and it's all about our new guides. Yes. The 2020 Winter guides are here both for sellers and for buyers so you can go there and you can download that and it's also got a little bit of a video for you to watch Mm -hmm. and if you're looking to start shopping for properties right you don't know where to start you'd like to start looking at some things online we've got links here where you can actually shop for properties here in the twin city so be sure and take take a look at that and all kinds of other good stuff um if we also know that sometimes at the end of the year bees brings on a lot of emotional yes. turmoil mm-hmm. in families. 
And if that happens to be you or someone you know, we also have a link where you can request information for divorce or maybe mediation or things like that. Right. um, there's all, all kinds of things that happen in your life, and uh, holidays are tough. And we know that it's a lot of transitional time that's going on right now. There's a lot of things where you're going, I thought this would be easier, and now I'm stuck in this situation. And it's so interesting, like you talk about, you know, if you're moving into that scenario, it does maybe make sense to talk to a mortgage professional along with talking to a particular kind of attorney. Maybe you need a real estate attorney that can help you go, here's what you need to discuss as you were talking to your divorce attorneys, just to make sure that all of these conversations are all being ha- had all at the same time. Well, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I love a good attorney, mm-hmm. but let's start with talking to us. Yes. And that's the first place that we recommend that you talk to us mm-hmm. and let Let's hear and, and, and analyze what's going on in your life and let us help you right. find the right referral. So right. maybe you will need a professional family law attorney. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're going to need an elder care attorney for situations that are going with elderly folks in your family. Uh, maybe you don't need any of those things. Right. Maybe we can save you some money mm-hmm. and we can just talk it through. So that's where we what we recommend. And you can always reach us at 651-578-2218. And also, you can email me directly, Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com. And we also want to let everybody know that we've taken some vacation time over the holidays. Right. And I've taken some time to get over a little bit of bronchitis. Yes. So, you know, that... And you are not the only one. There are a lot of respiratory gunk things going on here in the Twin Cities. So we still are in the process of getting back in touch with folks that contacted us. So Mm -hmm. bear with us. Right. We'll catch up. Yeah. So we, we want to start by talking a little bit about renting versus buying. Okay. So... In the Twin Cities right now, uh, the price of the median sales price for the whole metro area is $280,000. Okay. Okay, that's a lot of money. That's that's easily three times the amount of money that I spent on my first house. So right. it's not anything to sneeze at, Mm-mm. you know, and not everybody can qualify for that. But if you want to look at it like the renting versus buying, the percentage of income that you need to afford for median rent is twenty. Almost 28% of your income. Right. That's to rent, Mm -hmm. to qualify to rent. To qualify for a median price home, it's the average 17.5%. Right. So we're talking 10% less to own. So you're not necessarily doing yourself any favors and presuming that you can't buy. No, but Mm -hmm. here's the thing. I mean, if you sit around and you think, oh, I'm just going to wait till next year. Well, next year, what is that really going to look like? Right. And as many of our, our mortgage experts have pointed out, you can't save fast enough to outrun the inflation and the interest rate increases and the home prices increases. Right. You can't save that fast for the ordinary person. Right. If you come into some money, you hit the lottery, your grandma leaves you something, well, right. maybe you can outsave it. But if you're just like an ordinary person thinking, I'm renting, I don't know how to save, you know, $100 a month, much less get up to a deposit. Exactly. So here's what I want you to know. There's a myth that you have to have 20% down, Mm -hmm. and that is not true. Okay, that's not true. Right. And there's many, many down payment assistance programs. I want you to know that you can get into a house for as little as 3.5% down, and sometimes less than that, if you get a down payment assistance programs, we have worked with folks that are coming into a brand new house for as little as $1,000 out of their own pocket. Wow. Now, anybody can come up with $1,000. Right. 
you know, you can Uber, you can go get yourself a pizza delivery job. You can have that Mm -hmm. done in no time flat. Right. And I'm telling you, the way rents are going right now with a three bedroom right at $1,600, you can have a house for that or less. Right. So we want you to think about forgetting the price of the home because the cost is actually what's going to matter. Okay. Okay. So... Home buying activity is up, and the number of available listings is down. That's been going on for years. Mm -hmm. And when the demand outpaces the supply, the prices are going to continue to appreciate. Okay. And that's why firms are beginning to increase their projections for appreciation going forward. So CoreLogic, for instance, Mm -hmm. has increased their 12-month projection for home values from 4.5% to almost 6%. That's over the last few months. Okay. So we want to talk a little bit more about what that looks like for the regular home buyer, home seller going into this new right. decade. I would love to deconstruct that and actually explain what, how that affects you and why you should make, make some moves now why versus it, later. Why does it matter? We'll talk about that when we come back. Right. The number again is 651-641-107. Run. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Long My Talk listeners can get lit thanks to Southern Lights in Burnsville. Sounds good. Where's the party at? Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry to downplay, Lori, but I believe he's talking about the My Talk listener rewards prize in January. It's a $1,500 Southern Lights makeover. I get it. Get lit with new lights from Southern Lights. How do the MyTalkers enter the contest, Steve? It's so easy. All you got to do, download the MyTalk app, register, then you have a chance to win that $1,500 Southern Lights Lighting RX Makeover. Sounds good, Steve. Learn more and download the app. Use MyTalk keyword lit. At Nutritional Weight and Wellness, they often see a ripple effect in their clients. That's what happened when Tina had an appointment. I went with my teenage daughter for a weight loss consultation, and we started talking about autoimmune disorders because I have MS. They helped my daughter with her weight and helped me use food to manage my MS symptoms. And now you've become a bit of an evangelist. Yes, my husband had a heart attack three years ago, and he started eating the Nutritional Weight and Wellness Way. He went off all of his heart medications two years ago, and at his last cardiologist appointment, the doctors walked in and told him that he defies modern medicine. So that appointment you made has made a difference in a lot of people's lives. Yes, my mother has taken the Nutrition for Weight Loss class and at age 70, she lost 70 pounds. Nutrition for Weight Loss classes start the week of January 13th. Sign up by January 6th and receive $50 off. Go to weightandwellness.com to register or call 651-699-3438. Miss a MyTalk moment? You can always stream or download your favorite show as a podcast. Wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast. to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on MyTalk 107.1. Also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. You can go to our website, use the word key, use the keyword Red Hot, get all this information because as you said before we went to break, Mimi, we have a great wealth of information on your show page that just helps people know where to start. You know, there's like 20 links on there where it's like regardless of what your scenario is, there's probably a link there to help you get started in the process so that you're not sitting around going, this can never be me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So the first step is always to reach out. Right. Uh, And then we can analyze what's going on and then make a plan from there. Okay. So 
talking about forget the price of the house. Yes. And think about the true cost of the home and the okay. whole cost. So to re, the real reacceleration of home values will cause some people to have concerns about affordability. So yes. just last week, the first American came out with data analysis that explains how price, not only market factors that impacts affordability, they studied prices, mortgage rates, wages from January through August of last year. And what they found was in January of 2019, a family with a median household income in the U.S. could afford to buy a $374,000 house. Okay. And by August, so we're talking January. Yes. And by August, that house had appreciated to 395 Okay. Okay, so mm-hmm. it went up a lot in not even a year, 21000 So... That's almost one percentage point drop in mortgage rates from January to August. And so the affordability, that changed everything. So wage growth also, you have to think about that. So as rates have fallen in 2019, the economy continues to do really well. Right. And resulting in a tight labor market. Everybody knows, you know, there's more jobs than there are people. Right. And wage growth pushes household incomes upward. So, which were one and a half percent higher in August compared with January. So, the growth in household income increased consumer house buying power by one and a half percent. So, the average person could buy one and a half percent more house. So, can I pause you? I have a question about that for people who have been in that scenario for quite some time and they're going, How do I make sure I'm making a smart decision based upon these increases? So, how do I decide what's too much house for me or enough house for me? Well, you need to have that conversation with the mortgage person, which, of course, we can refer you to. Right. So a mortgage person is going to listen to your particular situation, and you say, you know, I want my payment to be this. Okay. That's where most people start. They're comfortable with that scenario because they're used to paying a flat amount for their rent. Correct. Right? So when you buy a house... You can't just think about the rent. Right. You have to think about maintenance. Mm-hmm. You have to think about what happens if I move in and the water heater goes out, like yes. happened to me. Mm-hmm. So um, all of those things factor in. So, And a lot of people will say, well, I don't want to be married in my house. I'm used to being able to pick up and go because I rent and I like to travel. Right. And I like to dine out, you know. So let's think about your lifestyle and how that's going to change and it will change, Mm -hmm. you know, unless you're, you make a lot of money, right? You have to face these facts. Um, but what you're doing is you're, you're short term sacrificing some pleasure for long term gain, right? Because everybody knows and statistics can show that the fastest way to build wealth in this country still is Mm -hmm. and always has been buying real estate, right? So things that you want to think the three market factors that are combined that you need to think about as you're trying to buy a house. So your purchasing power, home prices, uh, the change between January and August was almost 6%. So that impact on buyers purchasing power caused it to go down almost Mm -hmm. $21,000. So you got to pay attention to the home prices. They're predicted to keep rising. Okay. Economy strong here in Minnesota and also throughout the country. Mortgage rates are down. So that actually pushed up. The qualifying for buyers. Okay. Almost 40,000 between January and 20 and August. So that helped buyers. Yes. And wages, wages went up one and a half percent over that time period. That almost gave buyers $6,000 more ability to qualify. So the total impact on your purchasing power just for those nine months 
was almost $25,000 so some in people, the plus for buyers. So some people that might have been like right on that line where they're like, we almost can get this done, but we have a couple of things we're holding off on. Some of the economic factors just helped you organically. So you might be a lot closer than you were before. Yes. Okay. Because interest rates are important. Very, very important to consider because every time it goes up 1%, you lose 11% in your house buying. Okay. So if you've got champagne taste like most everybody does, <laughs> right? and let's just say that you're looking at $250,000 houses and you hate them, mm-hmm. none of them work for your champagne right. taste, and interest rate goes up a percent, which it easily could, you're now going to be looking around 235000 okay, or less. Yeah. So, so keep, you're not doing yourself any favors holding off. You're not doing yourself any favors. And let's talk about the people that have champagne taste. And you're going and you're shopping. And you're like, this is crap. I <laughs> like my white walls in my apartment and, you know, my stainless steel appliances and my granite and new carpet every time a dog does something on right. it. Right. You know, so, yes. There are going to be things that you're going to want to think about that maybe you can compromise on. Maybe you can start watching some YouTube videos on DIY. Yes. Because there's a lot, there's a lot of pleasure in being able to do things on a budget mm-hmm. and improving your property. Right. It's very satisfying. And so a lot of people think, well, you know, that bathroom is so ugly. I just couldn't even see curling my hair in there. <laughs> it's not happening. Right. But. You know, it doesn't really take, it's not very much money mm-hmm. to paint. Right. And to go over to, you know, one of the big box stores and get a new vanity, they don't run much. You no. know, you can save up a little bit of time and you can make that bathroom as pretty as you want it to mm-hmm. be for hardly anything. Sit around, wait till some oops paints goes on sale at one of those retailers and do yourself a favor. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about what happened towards the end of the year here in the Twin Cities. Um, I know that numbers can get really old and tiresome when you're talking about it on the radio and i promise we'll move past it but i think it's important to kind of conclude how things ended and this is from the minneapolis area association of realtors that the last report they ran was december 21st okay for that week um and published at the end of the year so new listings are only 524 that's so so low for the whole metro area but believe it or not that's increased Mm -hmm. that actually went up and our pending sales went down to only 706 pending in the whole metro area. And our inventory continued to decrease 13%. So a lot of people fighting for houses that are out there. Only 8,800 houses to, mm-hmm. to compete with. And for the whole month of November, as I mentioned, the median sales price for the area is 280000 Our days on market, 51 days. So not quite two months, but right. it's definitely up from the hot, hot period of around 30 so I think that a lot of sellers were starting to be uh, surprised okay. about how, well, you know, where's my multiple offer and, and how come a house didn't sell in the first hour? Things have shifted. Okay. You know, very much so. You can feel it working in the industry that, that things are taking a little bit longer and sellers really do have to be smart about their pricing. Right. And when they get feedback that's not, you know, positive, pay attention to the feedback because these are boots on the ground realtors who are looking at property in your area, comparing it to other properties that they're seeing. Right. And so you can't, as much as you may not like to hear what, what's being said, sometimes you need to take it with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. and, and, Adjust accordingly. Right. Because they're not telling you, we. I mean, it's probably, especially if you're a seller, a lot of your emotion is still based upon the house that you've lived in and put your love in and you don't look at it like it's a product. You know, it's a product now. Exactly. And, you know, the thing is, is that 
most sellers are not sitting around going, oh, I don't have to sell. Most people sell because they do need to. Right. And they've got plans. Mm-hmm. So some people are, are selling their house in hopes that they can move to Florida. Right. And, you know, have that winter destination. And some people are selling their house because they, you know, it's it's killing them with yes. all the work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're just selling it because they want to buy a nicer, newer one, bigger or smaller. Right. And so, you know, we understand that when somebody puts a house on the market, it's not just a play. Right. So we take that seriously. And our sellers are right now getting 97.5% of their original list price. Okay. And our month's supply of inventory continues to decrease almost 9% to two months of inventory. Okay. So a normal market in any area between two, excuse me, between five and six months of inventory is normal. So you can see that we're a third of normal. So that is why um, we're getting ready to hit the spring market. We talk about it every single year. Yes. It starts right after or right around Super Bowl. Yes. So towards the end of January. So mm-hmm. those people that are thinking that they want to sell, we need to have conversations now so that we can position you to hit the spring market with right. power. Get yourself part of the discussion right now instead of waiting until, you know, you think that everybody's like, the snow's melted, now we go. It's like, no, you need to do it right now. Exactly. So, you know, the good news is, is that 30-year mortgage rates are projected to remain stable throughout 2020, um, uh, averaging probably right right under 4%. Mm-hmm. That's what you can pre- prepare for. Right. And so if you think about that, in the 2000s, interest rates were at 6.29%. And in the 90s, they were right around 8%. And in the 80s, 12.7%. Okay. And so you can see we are historically low. And when people are afraid that interest rates sound high at 4%, they are not. Right. We are at bargain basement interest rates. And that's a great thing for our, our both our buyers and sellers. So you need to go ask a little, uh, a couple people that are a little older than you and see what's going on. Exactly. Well, you are being part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon. Mimi Shodeman is with us as well. We're talking about how January is radon month, right? So, yes. Mm-hmm. So, thing we want to let everybody know that radon naturally occurs. Right. So, if if you don't know what radon is, we're going to talk to you about it because January is National Radon Awareness Month. Right, and I think we know about carbon monoxide because we all have our carbon monoxide detectors in our house and we hear about why that uh, is a danger, but we hear about radon less. We do. Mm-hmm. And so radon is actually a colorless and odorless gas that comes from the soil. Mm-hmm. And that gas can accumulate in the air that we breathe. And radon gas decays into fine particles that become radioactive. Okay. And when 
when you inhale those fine particles, that is the part that can damage your lungs. And exposure to radon over a long period of time can actually lead to lung cancer. Okay. So that's why you need to be aware of whether you have it or you don't have it. So it's estimated that 21,000 people die each year in the U.S. from lung cancer due to radon exposure. That's a lot that's of people. That's a lot of people, right? Yeah. And it's surprising to me, actually, mm-hmm. to tell you the truth. A radon test is the only way to know how much radon is in your home. And radon can be reduced with a radon mitigation system. Okay. So typically, if you're buying a house, um, you're offered a variety uh kind of a hodgepodge of different inspection options. Yes. So you've got your basic home inspection that can start at 300 and go up upwards to 600, depending on the inspector that you pick mm-hmm. and what they're going to do for you. But add-on inspections, um, for instance, radon can be added on from probably 200 to $250. Um, that is a good thing to have done at the time that you're, you're buying your house so that you know whether or not the radon levels are high in the house that you're thinking about buying. Um, the only way that you can know that is to have it tested. Right. And so where does the radon come from? So radon is actually produced with natural decay of uranium and radium. And that's found in rocks and soil. Mm-hmm. So uranium breaks down to radium. And radium eventually decays into the gas radon. Okay. So that's where it comes from. And radon gas is in your in your soil And it's very common throughout Minnesota and also Wisconsin. And it also sounds like it's higher in Minnesota than it is in a lot of other parts of the country. It it definitely is a concern here Mm -hmm. in Minnesota. Um, So radon, because the soil soil is porous, radon moves up from the soil into the home, and then it can accumulate in the air and become a health concern. So you're like, well, you know, I... I don't think my house has it. I've lived here for 20 years and I'm fine. I don't have any lung cancer, blah, blah, blah. You might be surprised to find that your your radon elevation levels are higher than the, the standard from the EPA. And that standard is 3.9. So if you have anything that's reading higher than that, so and that can fluctuate with right. the weather. Okay. So you mm-hmm. want to take that into consideration, too. But if you're buying a house, you've got a very limited time that you can test for this. Mm-hmm. Most normally, you're seeing an inspection contingency that is somewhere between 7 and 10 days. Okay. So that's your time frame to not only do the test, but to get the results back. Right. And so a lot of people think that they can go and they can buy a cheap test for 50 bucks at, like, one of the big box stores. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can, but you cannot get that back in time to be in compliance Ah, with your... It takes longer to do those home tests because you have to send them off for the results. Fair enough. And they never will come back in time. So just keep that in mind. So in Minnesota, radon is a serious public health concern. And the average radon level in Minnesota is more than three times higher than the U.S. radon level. Okay. exactly what you were saying. Mm-hmm. And this is due to our particular geology right. and how our homes are operated. Minnesota homes are closed up or heated most of the year. Yes. And that can result in higher levels of radon. And in Minnesota, more than two in five homes have radon levels that pose a significant health risk. Okay. So people ask, is there a particular you know, safe level. Well, any radon level poses some health risk. You have to keep in mind that just because the EPA sets a standard doesn't mean that two picoliters of radon at some point may be proven to cause a significant, you know, impact on you. Right. So 
while it's not possible to reduce the radon to zero, the best approach is to do what you can to lower the radon level as much as possible. And like we said, the EPA has set it at Mm -hmm. 3.9. And so it's actually highly recommended at 4% at four to have a radon mitigation system installed so that you reduce that, that risk. And one of the things I thought was interesting is that according to the Minnesota department of health, like two in five homes exceeds that. Yeah. So it definitely could be your home, whether it's new or it's old. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so what does that look like? So when you, let's say you're buying your house and you test that. Yes. And you find that, Oh, lo and behold, maybe your reading is at six, Six particles of radon. Right. That's two over what the EPA says. So what do you do? Mm -hmm. You, well, most people will let the seller know I've tested, you've tested high for radon. So the seller at that point, um, could, you could make the argument that the seller then at that point knows that they have radon. Right. And so in Minnesota, if you know that you have radon, you're supposed to disclose that. Okay. So what we're finding is that many sellers will agree if you ask them to put a mitigation system in. Many people will agree to do that because otherwise they're just going to keep getting asked to do the same thing over and over again. Right. So uh, I would say that an average cost for a radon mitigation system for, let's say, a 2,000 square foot house, uh, maybe 1,500, 1,800 range. Okay. And so you have that. It's a very cost effective thing to make sure that you're helping to secure your health. Exactly. Down the road, right. And, but as a seller, you want to be prepared for that. Um, let's just say that, you, Ms. Shannon, you've owned your house for 10 years. Yes. And you didn't, didn't ever test for that because it wasn't a thing right. when you bought the house. But now it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, well, I don't want to put a radon mitigation system in. I, I don't have $1,500. Well, then you have a choice. You know, you can either, you're going to need to talk about that and disclose that information or, you know, to the next buyer that comes through. Right. So, cuz once you know, you can't act like you don't. That's the that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. So, um more information about radon. Radon levels are very low on the outdoors, uh but it can accumulate to high concentrations in the home, and this depends on the radon levels that are in your soil and the the pathways for the radon that enters into the home. That's a driving force. So air pressure differences between the outside air and the inside air drive radon into the home. And some homes actually pull more radon into the home than others due to the greater pressure differences in the pathways. Right. So what what does that mean about the pathways? So there are areas that are common areas where radon can actually enter into your house. And so typically you're looking at floor and wall joists Mm -hmm. that may be an an area, pores and cracks in your concrete block or slabs, um, exposed soil such as in your crawl space, Yes. So a lot of people have that going on in their house. They'll have a little area where it's all blocked up with brick with and, blocks. And, and there's a little, little cave back over there's there. There's a little cave. Yes. So you might want to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, your sump basket, um, that's open down to the ground. And so that's actually an area where a lot of radon mitigation companies will actually put the system through your sump basket. Okay. Because that's a pathway. And open tops of block walls in your mortar joists. So those are areas where we see that radon can enter into your house. Um, you know, all, all types of foundations. Okay. Um, typically, basements, they provide a large surface area that's obviously in contact with the soil, and radon can enter through those different pathways. Taller homes add potential for a greater stack effect. Oh, really? Okay. 
And homes that are built slab on grade have many openings that allow radon to enter similar to the basement. What does slab on grade mean? Slab on grade means no basement. Okay. You got a right. slab. Okay. And homes built with crawl spaces are directly connected to the, so- the soil and they create a, a greater pathway for radon to enter into your home. And also those folks with manufactured homes okay. with solid skirting, those act like crawl spaces and they provide a direct connection to the soil. So the soil is a big thing. Yes. So you want to make sure that you're you're aware of where it can be coming into your house because it's not just one place. So disclosure requirements for people in Minnesota. Effective January 1st of 2014 was the first time that the Minnesota Radon Awareness Act came into to play. And that requires specific disclosure and education to be provided to potential home buyers during the residential real estate transaction. And that's for Minnesota. So in that our, seems really interesting that we got to the point that they actually had to put in an act where you're like, no, you need to disclose this if you know about it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So in our disclosure statements, both we have two types of disclosure statements in Minnesota. We have a regular standard form that's about 12 pages long that the seller fills out if they know what they know about the property. Right. And then there's a disclosure alternative uh, disclosure form. Okay. But both of those have two pages, two whole pages of the whole document Goodness. that talks about radon. Okay. Um, so whether a radon test or tests or have occurred on the property is something that a seller needs to tell you. Uh, the most current records and reports pertaining to radon concentrations within the dwelling, any description of levels, mitigation or remediation, and information on the radon system that was installed Mm -hmm. in a radon warning statement. So those are things that sellers are required to give to you if they know. Right. Well, we appreciate all that information, reminding everybody that January is Radon Awareness Month, so make sure you get some information on that and make sure that you and your family are safe in your home. We are going to take a break now. We'll be right back with the final segment of the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon, also in studio, super real estate agent and licensed realtor from Remax Results, Mimi Shoneman. We've been going over some really great um, advice, especially as we start this new year. Just getting people set up appropriately to sit there and stop being so concerned and paralyzed with fear that they don't make any starts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I like talking about a lot of different things. Yeah, it's kind of fun to kind of jump around a little right. bit. And I think that, you know, the radon information that we just talked about in the last break is really important for everybody to know Mm -hmm. i just want to conclude with that that um you how often should you test for radon um just because you've tested for it once doesn't mean it can't creep up and be higher the next time you test for it so it should be done about every two to five years okay and you can actually go to get the minnesota department of health has a a link where you can actually go and get a short-term radon test Mm -hmm. Um, it's also recommended that you do a longer-term test if you can right so um, be sure and check that out on the Minnesota Department of Health website. I think that's something good for me to put on my to-do list, so I'm going to check that out when I get home. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that can be on your next uh, podcast. Yes, we'll talk about that. <laughs> I Jason talked about my, radon, my, radon, <laughs> my radon levels yeah. in my house. <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're kind of getting the year kicked off, kind of round robin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people ask, you know, especially when they're coming into the first of the year, that everybody's about change. Yes, You know, so what do I want to do different? What do I want to do better? How can I make it, you know, more interesting, more, more improved, that sort of thing. People are all about the the doing something better and and organizing in January. 
So there are lots of things that you can do. Um, do I also think that there are lots of things that you can do that are too expensive? that you're going to recoup your money. Right. So, so the return on investment might not be worth it. Exactly. Fair enough. So let's just talk about your house, Ms. Yes. Okay. And you would really like to sell it, but you also know that you've, you've let some things go, you know, you've let some things go. You're, you've just limped along with your kitchen, <laughs> right? You don't like it, but it's, you know, it works for you, right? You cook right. in it and you know, you don't want to fix it. Right. I don't hang out in it. I just come in and use it for what it's for. So you're going to say to me, you know, do I really have to do anything in the kitchen? You know, do I really have to do anything to this house? Can't we just sell it? Right. You know, yet the answer to that is yes. Okay. And so when you're, when you are selling your house as a seller, you are the boss. Yes. You're in control of your own money and you make the decisions and we work for you. Okay. Okay. So, but I'm going to tell you that everybody that sold in your neighborhood had improved their kitchen. And, and I'm going to go womp womp. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to say, but, but they sold down the block for for two sixty five, mm-hmm. and I want two seventy five. And I'm going to tell you, but they had painted the whole inside of the house. Right. They have a new roof. They've you know got a cute little decor thing going on, and they put in a, a granite slab in the kitchen. Right. And changed out the lighting hardware. Mm-hmm. And their house is super cute. Right. So what does that do to your value? Mm. What do you think? It's going to put me down and goes back to the, well, you can do nothing, but are you going to actually get the money that you want out of the house, right? So there there are ways, there are hierarchies of things that you can do. Okay. Okay. So the first thing that I'm going to suggest that you do, the first two things, I'm always going to suggest that you paint okay. if you can afford it. That is the best thing that you can do, period. And you're going to say, but what about that orange accent wall that's in my child's bedroom? Yes. It, it's so cute, and the curtains match it. Right. And I'm going to tell you that the orange wall, if you leave it, you know, is going to really stand out in your professional photos. Right. We always take professional photos. Yes. And so I'm going to suggest that you either do it all the same in a neutral, nice neutral tone. Right. And that is going to, that is going to get you the biggest bang for your buck, period. Okay. okay? All right. And you're going to say, I hate you. <laughs> That is not the answer that I wanted, Miss Shoneman. That yeah. is not what I asked. You're like, but I don't want to paint my house. <laughs> yeah, but you can you can find a painter. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you can have a pizza party and your friends will help you paint. Right. We've done that before. Yes. So that is the first uh, first thing of advice. Now we're gonna then look move to your flooring. Um, those are the two things that when people are in your house, they've got the biggest opinions about. Okay. So, does your carpet smell like wet dog? Or wet cat. Yes. Or wet anything. Yes. Yes, does it? Mm-hmm. Okay, then you're going to have a real problem getting that out. So I have to get rid of all that carpet. So you're going to say, but I'm going to call one of the carpet cleaning companies that advertise on my talk. Yes. And I'm going to say, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Because if anybody can get it out, it's them. Right. Right? Yes. So let's just say that you spend $500 and you clean your carpet and it still smells like wet dog. Ah. <sighs> What You're you, killing me. I know, right? <laughs> now you spent $500 that you could have spent on the carpet. Yes. Right? So sometimes just cut your losses and just decide to replace it. Well, and then the other thing is, is but it's only in the stairs. I hear that a lot. It's just the stairs that, that are bad, but the rest of the carpet. So what are you going to do? You're going to have somebody look at your carpet and go, that doesn't match. <laughs> and it's clearly going to make that. You know, you're clearly going to make that determination. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... Flooring and wall coverings, those are big things. Now, okay. let's talk about people who smoke. 
Um, first of all, don't do that in your house. <laughs> don't please don't do that right. in your house. Um, if you happen to uh, own a home where smoking has happened inside, there is gonna that is gonna be really permanent. Okay, um, you're gonna want to think about definitely uh, hiring a professional. You're going to use some specialized products, maybe kills. Maybe you're going to wash mm-hmm. your walls yes. with Soil X. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I had to do when I bought my first home. Um, lo and behold, we bought it when we toured it, when the windows were all open on a sunny, breezy day. Okay. And when we did the final walkthrough, we walked through, and I was like, OMG. The whole place this smells place like smells smoke. like smoke. I am panicked. Right. My realtor in a different state said, no worries. Just clean it with Soilax. Okay. And that worked miracles. So I'm a a proponent of that product. Um, But nevertheless, the tar is on the wall. Okay. Okay? And that is is a fact. Because when you clean it, you see the tar actually running down the wall. Fair enough. And so that bleeds into not only your walls, but also into your vents. Okay. And it permeates the wood and also into the fabric that you have in your house. So you're like, well, I'm going to do all that stuff. No worries. I'll take, I'll clean the walls. I'll paint it. It'll smell great, but it doesn't because because it's just saturated everything. Your your sofa, yes. Your clothes, your cabinets inside, all of that. So if you haven't started smoking in your house, do yourself a favor and get a she shed. Okay, and smoke, Go your, out smoke there. yourself to death in that, <laughs> but don't do it in the house. Right. But if you are somebody who's done it, be aware that that is going to be a hundred percent of the feedback that you get. So you're going to have to address it. Right. Especially since a lot of us are non-smokers. That's when you notice it most. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the the rooms that people react to the most. Okay. That bring you the biggest bang for your buck. Well, first of all, everybody is, when you're moving from an apartment into your first house, let's just say. Yes. You are, you're dazzled by space. Yes. Okay. So what do you want to do? In all seriousness, do you need all of the dishes that you have in your in your storage cabinet? Do you really? Right. Do you really? Or just, is that just where you put them? Do you just keep, mm-hmm. need two or four? What you want to do is you want to go and, and do a real assessment with what you really need and use in your spaces. And you want to pare that down to the bare minimum and put that in a box. Right. And if you can, put it in somebody else's house, not yes. in your garage. Okay. Okay. So... Everybody thinks, I'm going to take it out of my house. I'm going to put it in the garage. People also want to see a big garage. So you can't just transfer all of the things you've collected to another spot in your property. You kind of need to get them off the property you altogether. You can. You okay. can do it, and many people do. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you what the best thing to do is to get it out of there. Okay. So you're going to be moving it anyway. Maybe put it into a pod or a storage facility. Right. So you want to go ahead and start thinking about, I don't. I'm not going to live here soon. I don't need all of these collectible cups that I got at the, the wild game <laughs> exactly. and the twins game. And mine is shot glasses. Yeah. I have all of these. <laughs> so many. I don't even need them. Shayla's shot glasses. She's right. over there partying like of crazy. Every state I've been in, I don't need those. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, and, and you know, I do that too. I right. collect koozies. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I don't even know how many crazy koozies <laughs> exactly. I have, but I love them. Mm-hmm. You know, they bring me joy. They're cute. I like looking at them. <laughs> so those kind of things, you know, and we all have it. Yeah. Same thing, too, if you're a big box shopper and you get five packs of Cheerios, <laughs> you know, kind of t- think about that. If because, you look like you're planning for the apocalypse and that you stocked up on, you know, on cans of things, you don't need them all around. If you have things sitting on top of your refrigerator that should fit into your cabinets, 
what that's going to say to the p- prospective buyer is this place is not big enough for regular stuff. Right. Okay. And so you want to make sure that that's that that's taken care of. The other the other big thing that I think people react to, especially in the winter, mm-hmm. is our entryways. Yes. Okay. So. Especially if you have a home that has a small entryway and you've got a rack of shoes there where you come, you take your shoes off, and that's your kind of your breezeway. Yes. You want to try and figure out another space for that because you want that space to appear really big. Right. So if you're lucky enough to have a garage entrance into your breezeway or your entryway, Put the rack of shoes in the garage. It's a better fit for it. Gotcha. Um, and it'll make the house feel bigger. Okay. And less messy because, you mm-hmm. know, our shoes are messy this time of year. Yeah. And so that doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. If I was going to sell my home, I would need to move where I put our winter coat rack. Yes. Because it makes it really difficult to open the door, which does not bother my son and I, but yes. would bother anybody new. Well, yeah, yeah because you're, you're the first thing you think of is, oh, there must not be a coat closet. Right. Um, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And there is. I just way on the other side of the house and we don't use it. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all these sublim- subliminal right. first impression things. So let's move from the kitchen. Okay. Well, before we move from the kitchen, let's talk about your hardware. Yes. That's a really, really great, inexpensive thing that you can do to update your kitchen. Because those cost like a couple bucks a handle. Two to five dollars yes. a knob, mm-hmm. depending on your taste. And if if you've got really cruddy looking cabinets, I'm going to go ahead right now and give you permission. I'm blessing this process. You can paint them. Yes. And I encourage you to. <laughs> um, if, you're, if your cabinets are really, really, you know, cruddy looking, mm-hmm. they're old, they're barely hanging on. I have seen some of the most dramatic transformations of kitchens by just using that wonderful paint. Yes. And, you know, white, it doesn't have to be. Right. But a white kitchen has the uh, unique ability to make the place feel bigger. Right. So I love a white cabinet, mm-hmm. especially when it's being updated from one that's just on its last legs. Right. So take permission to go ahead and do something fun like that. And it's it's not very expensive to do. No. So the next room that's super important, and we'll wrap it up, is your bathroom. So I get a lot of people that say, but I've got that old, you know, mid-century modern colored tile. Yes. That sort of thing. Decorate around it. Right. You know, get something that's pretty, that's a complimentary color. People are really afraid of the pink. I love the pink. Mm -hmm. And it looks fantastic with a gray. Yes. So, you know, decorate around it and kind of make it the showstopper. Um, People love to keep things that um, are vintage that they don't get in every single house. It makes yours unique. Right. And it makes it cool, in my opinion. I love those those old color tiles. I think it's always good as we wrap up to remind people, sometimes just a little elbow grease and doing some really deep cleaning will make things look amazing. 100%. And if you've got any questions, we'd love to talk with you. Reach out to us, 651-578-2218. Or Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com. And be sure to go to our show page and get our brand new 2020 buyer and seller guides. You can find our show page at mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. And we'll see you next time. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, My Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples... 
Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.